Howdy, howdy, howdy. Welcome to Come At Me, an extremely important podcast. I'm Kindred, and I am here with Riley. Hi. Uh, Riley, hi. How's it going? <laughs> it's going good. I just sent you a pretty lengthy Marco Polo. Oh, okay. And I was like, I'm about to talk to you, and this is completely pointless. <laughs> That's like, okay. explaining a lot of things that, like, I okay. could have just told you right now. You know, that's that's all right, because... For for fans of the podcast, Marco Polo is an app that is what a video walkie-talkie. Is yeah, that, that what that's they, accurate. That's yeah. what they say. Um, so, and Riley and I frequently use it. Uh, I guess just don't. I guess we just won't really talk until I watch it tomorrow at lunch. Yeah, no spoilers <laughs> on that Marco Polo for you. So I don't care. Good. Good. I don't care about the people's entertainment. No, this is over. Thanks for listening. Bye. I don't want I don't want my Marco Polo <laughs> to be spoiled for you. Well, I don't really have much else to say. <laughs> <laughs> why do I, why does this one this one feels really forced? <laughs> this this end, this intro. I guess because I would have told you right now what I told you in the Marco Polo, which is just like the shenanigans of my weekend and like how it didn't go according to plan oh that's okay i guess i'll try and i guess i'll try and tell you my shenanigans um i saw solo a star wars story yesterday interesting and we we know my feelings on the last jedi (laughs) that's how i feel about that uh solo was better really (laughs) the end yeah it was it was like I remember sitting in the theater in the Last Jedi. I was sitting next to my mom, and I could just like I could hear her rolling her eyes, and I could feel me rolling my uh-huh. eyes. But like in Solo, I was like, "Yeah, it's fine." I <laughs> am shocked. I haven't seen Solo because it doesn't appeal to me mm-hmm. in any any degree. No. I love like everyone. No. Um, I yeah. love that guy. Fuck, what's his name? Donald Glover. No, but I do love Donald Glover. Um. Indiana Jones. Woody Harrelson. Oh, Hans. Oh, yeah, Harrison yes. Ford. Yeah, obvious. <laughs> like Obviously. everyone, Harrison Ford is like so hot to me and so charming is... and like so wonderful. And I don't want to see anyone try to be the him. <laughs> you know, it's interesting. Um, the guy what, who are Alden Eldritch or some bullshit. He did like he did fine. He was genuinely. He wasn't trying to imitate Han Solo. Yeah, which that would have been silly. But there is obviously like not um any amount of sex appeal as Harrison Ford yeah. has and that's what like I'm like well the whole reason so, I would see this is just to watch a movie with Harrison Ford in it and it's true now so I mean yeah that's that's very true I except mean, aren't they making yeah, another I don't like, Indiana Jones movie or am I crazy I I that seems right but I it's, it's just like the, why the, the crystal skull was so I never bad. saw that one I like you know this about me, and I'm realizing it's in more mm-hmm. things than I thought. I will, like, refuse to see reboots of things. Yeah. So, like, I was talking to my friend. I yeah. never saw the fourth season of Arrested Development. Um, there was something mm-hmm. else we were just talking about. There's another reboot of something that I was like, no, I refuse. Like, I just won't. I will not watch this. The reboot The reboot of Blue Lagoon. That's what it was. No, that. <laughs> that's I only saw the reboot because it was on TV one time. And I was like, what the fuck? What is this? Uh, oh, so good. It's is so it? good. Is it? Um, I don't remember anything about it. Yeah, Blue Lagoon. 
Blue Lagoon and the reboot are both amazing. I like, I, one um, day I was just sitting there and I was like, you know, I don't know the plot to that movie. All I know is it's about like two hot people and you see dicks. And so oh, I was like, let's yeah. look it up. And I was just, I was dumbfounded. I was befuddled. I was yeah. like, who the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Why? I know. Yeah. Two, two very young cousins fuck each other until one gets pregnant. Cuz, cousins. Cousins. Like, oh, okay. Ugh. Cool. Thanks. Thanks, movie makers. You've really done it this Spoiler time. Spoiler alert, I guess, if you, want, if you didn't time. want the plot oh, of Blue Yeah, Lagoon sorry. For you. I think it was sorry. made, like, literally 40 years ago. Maybe 50 at this point, actually. Uh, but seriously. Which um, is, that's weird. I don't want to think about that. Yeah, it's fine. We just, we, we won't cool. think about it. Um, I guess let's just, like, get right on into it. This week, we, uh... Obviously, my weekend was filled with a lot of anecdotes. Um, <laughs> I saw this, <laughs> this I week. <laughs> um, I chose an album called "Ocean Rain" by Echo and the Bunnymen for Riley to listen to. Um, Riley, would you like to tell us a bit about your thoughts? Yeah, I'll take it away. Uh, nice. I wanted you to say "take it away," but you didn't. So. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I had take to it say away. It Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. Um, so this, sorry, I didn't mean to do that. And then That's to fine. make it better, I just did it three times. Like that would counteract oh. it. You ever do that? You say something Kay. annoying and then you just keep saying it, hoping that like that makes it better. Yeah. Cool. Well, that makes it, then that makes it yeah, funny. It's like, you know? I know that was annoying. <laughs> I'm just going to repeat right. it. So, you know, I know. Yeah. God. Right. Okay. I'm, uh. in a, I'm in a very, sh- I feel very energetic, which is very strange for me. I just oh, got good. back from the gym. So I'm just going to like. Never talk in a straight line. Yeah, it's just going to be, like, all over the place. Anyway. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Uh Uh-huh. This album, the first time I listened to it was at the gym. That's where I, like, consume most of my music. Um, Mm -hmm. And I'm going to keep doing that, and I'm not trying to. I think I need a drink. Someone get me a beverage. Okay. I first listened to this at the gym, and the first time I heard it, I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, dang, I don't like this. I was like, I really wanted mm-hmm. to like this, and right. it's just not doing it for me. I really liked the aesthetic. Right. I thought the name was real cute. Like yeah. Anything that has to do with bunnies. Um, and I, I yes. really do. <laughs> and I, right. I listened to only the first, like, three songs because I was listening to a debate before then, and then gym time was over, and that's just okay. how it worked out. So okay. I took a break for a couple of days, and I was like, dang, how am mm-hmm. I going to... How am I going to explain that I wanted to like this and I tried hard to like it and I just didn't? And I was like, well, maybe you should listen to the whole album first before you, like, form my opinion. So I listened to it again. And we've Mm -hmm. talked about this before, where there will be times where I am presented with something and it's so far outside of what I am currently interested in listening to that I don't think I really give it a fair chance. Because I'm kind right. of like, this isn't what I want to be hearing right now. So I kind of just, like, push it yeah. into the column of, like, I'm not into this. So listening yes. to it again and listening to it several times through, I okay. really liked it a lot. I liked it a lot, a lot. I got oh, very into it. I'm I was glad. like, this is super just great. Then it yeah. grew into, like, I love this. This is wonderful. <laughs> like, I'm going to listen to this a shit ton. I'm going to play this on repeat. This is dope as hell. And then, today, I went to the gym again. <laughs> you know, we just discussed uh-huh. this. 
Uh, and as right. I was listening to all, I was on the bike, so I was like, I can look up all the lyrics while I listen to these. So I looked up all yeah. the lyrics as I listened to the songs. I love this album so much. <laughs> I am so glad. Say, and if oh you don't God. like this, I'll was, be shocked. That was, a, that was a roller coaster ride of emotions. I know. I know. You're like, oh no, she doesn't like it. Oh, she like I knew that you liked it because it's so like, yeah, indicative of the things that you are attached to. Just like the the way he sings right. and the era and the aesthetic yeah. and all that yeah. other stuff. I was like, Kindred likes mm-hmm. this, and if she doesn't, I will be shocked. <laughs> Right. But yeah, I I like well, Gruda. I passionately am into this. I'm going to look up their other stuff. Wow. It's I'm like so glad yeah. to know this exists. Oh, I'm so glad. And um, I'll tell you if you, if you've got any more to say in the intro, I will tell you how I've how I found it. Go, I have a lot to like. say, but we can get more into okay. it like once we're into it. <laughs> okay. Cool. Um, I. The reason I started listening to this album is completely different than how I've found any of my other mm. music. Um, I Call usually me get intrigued. I've got, I get music. <laughs> oh, I will. Um, I usually, you know, I get music from you. I get music, for, music from Ben. Um, that's usually how mm. I get my music. Or my dad. Uh, but I started listening to this album right after I moved home from Oregon. Because mm. um, I was working at the cafe again. It's barista. This is a side note. It's weird that I'm not a barista anymore. Like, I feel like that was such a part of my identity. It's really weird that I'm not anymore. (laughs) I was only a barista for about four months, and I still, like, identify with that. I'm like, yeah, I'm a barista. Yeah, and then it's, like, and then it's weird to realize that you're, like, I'm not, like, in any way. I I just really enjoyed it. It was, like, (laughs) I was good at it. It was a really fun time, and I was, like, that was fun. I liked that. Yeah. Um... But anyway, so I was a barista, and I just, this was like a month or so after I had first gotten my Joy Division tattoo, and I was working, and we had a regular customer whose name is, I don't know, but he would get a venti caramel macchiato with an extra shot, non-fat milk, and extra caramel. Jesus. And I can't remember his name for the life of me. It's pretty irrelevant, to tell you the truth. It's very relevant. Well... Well, I yeah, no, but this is who I got yeah, yeah. the music from. This this guy. Um and he was very cute and And we're in love now. And and we're in love now. No, he's married. But that's like the story of flirting as a barista. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he liked my Joy Division tattoo and so he came in every morning because I was working the day shift then and we would talk music and so, you know, Joy Division, the Smiths, the cure, talk about all that sort of stuff, and then he was like mm-hmm. Oh, you must like Echo and the Bunnymen. And I was like, I don't know who that is. <laughs> and he's like, listen, go listen to this album. And um, so I did. I picked, he didn't, he didn't actually give me an album. He was just like, go listen mm-hmm. to all their stuff. You'll love it. So I picked Ocean Rain, just like, just randomly. And um, it's a very great time. I, it, it has so many like, um, you know, albums where you're listening to at a certain time in your life. And so you just like feel them. This just reminds me of winter, mm. but in a good way, but in like, I was probably depressed as I was most winters in Idaho Falls, but the songs, I think the song Thorn of Crowns, the lyric at the, at the start, and it's froze to my bones in my igloo home, counting the days till the ice turns green. I was like, fuck, yes. So anyway, I... Love this album. Some dude at a cafe recommended the artist to me, and 
it's just I've like I've listened to it like seven times this week. Yeah, because I forgot how much I really liked it. Well, it's weird because I listened to it. I listened to that those like first three songs, and I was like, I'm not into this. Right. And then I didn't listen to it again until ooh, like two days ago, I guess. Yeah. The last last time I went to the gym, so that was Friday. <laughs> right. I didn't listen to it again until Friday. Okay. And then I just listened to it like as much as I could. And this morning I woke up and I listened to it. I think like four yeah. times and then I went to the gym and I listened through it once. Oh, that's awesome. I've listened to it a ton and I just like yeah. it more. Yeah. And it's interesting because I mean it's I'm sure it's interesting for a lot of reasons. I don't know anything about right. these people. <laughs> me me neither. <laughs> I don't know I don't know any of their names. I know they're British. The, the, and like the main they're, dude the is named Ian, which I thought was funny. I was like all oh, these right. Ians. <laughs> yeah, all these Ians. Doing their little <laughs> punky shit. Truly. Um my audacity's freaking out as normal, and I'm very okay. sad because I'm like, I don't want to lose this episode. <laughs> right. Because we'll, I... We'll just take a... <laughs> I feel strongly about something for the first time in a while on this show. <laughs> Good. I've had a lot we'll of, like, breather it's fine. We need to... <laughs> right? Yeah, if I just stop talking, um, there's your hint that, like, it just fucking froze on me, and I don't want to lose yeah. anything. Um... But for me, after reading the lyrics, mm-hmm. because I liked it just as, like, I liked the pacing. I thought his vocal mm-hmm. style was really great. Um, yeah. I just liked the songs as songs mostly for the, like, melodies. Right. But listening to the lyrics, it, like, took on this whole other meaning for me. Yeah. And this is the cool thing about music is that I'm sure, you know, well, I'm, I can't be sure. I don't think right. a lot of what I'm taking from it is intended. Mm-hmm. But as we have talked about a lot on this show, and as we will continue mm-hmm. to talk about a lot on this show, Always. sorry, um, Kindred and I both grew up LDS, Mormon, um, yep. in an extremely, well, Kindred lived in New Mexico for a while, but from middle school but, on, yeah. in like a highly concentrated Mormon area. Right. Um, just with that, like influencing pretty much every aspect of our lives, I would say. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Like, without even being hyperbolic, that's just, like, it right. literally, like, my <laughs> literally. whole life was influenced by that. Well, how else are they going to control you if they can't <laughs> control every aspect? Well, it's funny, because I don't even really think about it anymore. Like, yeah. it's so far from my consciousness that it's weird to right. imagine that I once, it was once such a big part of every decision I made. Right. Anyway, um, this album, to me, was, like, very much about... Like, specifically, it was very religious, and that is Uh definitely intentional. There's a lot of, like, allusion to, uh, you know, like, the kiss of Judas, or, like, all men have to be their own savior, Mm and stuff like that. But, like, as an ex-Mormon listener, like, every song, and specifically the progression of the songs, Mm -hmm. were so, like, personal, and I wasn't expecting that. Right. Um, I I might have to go through and like look up some lyrics. I took some notes, but now of course no, they don't okay. make any sense. That that's okay. Um, I while you're while you're pondering, I obviously the song "The Killing Moon." Um, mm-hmm. I I think I had probably heard it once or twice before. It was like one of those things where it's like, oh, I probably heard this somewhere, like in a movie. Yeah. But it's it's really it's just lovely. I remember it just you know, being a standout for me on the album. Mm-hmm. Now the entire album, I feel, is a standout, but I remember at the time really just loving The Killing Moon. I think Crystal Days but, is my favorite one. 
Oh, fuck. Crystal Days is so good. Yeah, the only one I'm not, like, <laughs> terribly thrilled about is Ocean Rain, which is funny. Me too! But it's I a good way to end the, an album, I think. It is. I thought it was, because it starts off very soft and it builds. But stays but very, like, this is the end of the album. Right. But um, I, when I was listening to this on Spotify, there, for so, some reason, sometimes on albums, behind the lyrics pops up. Uh-huh. If you, like, look at it. Yeah. And I never look at it, but for this one time, I opened my phone, and it was on The Killing Moon, and it has a quote from, I'm assuming, Ian? Okay, <laughs> probably, assuming. yeah. Probably, but it just says, um, it's a solemn, almost hymnal. It's about everything from birth to death and eternity and God, whatever that is, mm-hmm. and the eternal battle between fate and the human will. And I was just like... Yes. Like, I just... I feel that Well, and I love that much. because when I first heard it, I was like, oh, this is a vampire song. <laughs> like, this is about a vampire. <laughs> I love it. Oh, yeah. But then, like, listening listening through the whole album and reading all the lyrics, you can see the progression uh-huh. of, like, so I might be getting the names wrong where I made these realizations, but, like... That's okay. Towards the beginning, towards, like, Silver, like, the first track, yeah. it's yeah. this kind of very positive rebirth. Of like, right? We're we're op- we have clean eyes, stuff like that. Like, um, right? We've seen truth, and now we can't go back. Yeah. And like for obvious reasons, that's like very, yeah, like in, in, poignant. Yeah, it like really evokes an emotion in me. I'm yes. like getting emotional, which is ridiculous. Uh, oh, um, I'm so glad. <laughs> no, <laughs> I loved like... this. I was like, help! Thank you for showing me this. I fucking love this. Yeah. Um, but then as the album progresses. I didn't mm-hmm. think I was going to get emotional about this. <laughs> oh, I'm getting I, emotional. I love this. Um, it becomes more of like a warning. Yeah. Of like, this is the cost of clean eyes, quote unquote. Like, this is the cost right. of like seeing that you have to be your own savior, which I really believe. And I, it's really, it's yeah. funny to, to say that because I've heard my parents like disavow that statement. Right. Saying, like, you know, we have to go to the savior and none of us can be our savior. But, but like, to me, no, like, I no. you have to, you know? And that's, I mean, yeah. I'm not here to, like, dog on anybody's beliefs. Like, no, of but course. But for me, going through a process of, like, realization and, like, mm-hmm. awakening for myself, I'm not yeah. trying to say that I know anything more than anybody no. else but like for me right. finding my own truth which I know again is a very unpopular term right but like finding my own truth was like very painful and shitty and it yeah it comes to this place of like now I have to like have my own atonement right like no one's yeah. going to save me right like, nobody's going to die for me and take this all on themselves I have to like and that's what the killing moon is about to me yeah. Is like the cost of rebirth, knowledge, discovery, sacrifice, dissatisfaction, right. realizing there's no more easy answers in life. And like, it's right. You're battling all this shit, but you like have to like that. You don't, there's no other way anymore. And it is really, it is when someone goes through that change, which is, I mean, I think one of the biggest realizations leaving any religion or losing a God or whatever mm-hmm. is that you are, that you are responsible, that it's no longer like you go from believing your life is in someone else's hands. Literally, literally it's in someone else is that it is in God's hands and he'll, you know, he will push you in the ways he'll provide for you when you lose that. And it is, and it has influenced your life so much. And you realize that 
it's you mm-hmm. and it's always been you and it's just you and you it's not that it's not that you can't rely on others but it's that ultimately you're, you're responsible yeah for your happiness it's you. and your life yeah and- and that's like and it's become a very positive freeing thing for me like it's become this yes. like i get to decide like i get to decide right. if i'm going to be happy i get to decide how i'm going to like deal with certain unfortunate situations right and it's ext- it's extremely liberating it is but in the beginning but <laughs> in the beginning it's kind of this like i mean it sounds dramatic, but it's very true mm-hmm. to just, like, have your, like, world crumble. <laughs> it, it is. And, it's because it is a worldview, as you were saying. It's yeah. all-consuming. It is a, it's a paradigm shift, like, leap. It's a paradigm leap. Yeah. And I think a couple <sighs> weeks ago we were talking about feeling, like, disillusioned. Yeah. And I think that's probably, like, a big reason why we both feel that way. Right. It's like, man, I don't know. I'm not, as always... I am doing my mm-hmm. best to just be respectful, but I also want to be free to, like, speak from my own perspective. So, like, if you don't, if you're listening to this, I respect you. I'm not trying to, like, tell you what to do. This is just, no. like, my own experience. Right. But going, going through that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I can't even put it into words. Like, it's changed everything in a way that's unimaginable. Right. In a way that, like, I would never change. Right. But <laughs> sometimes, you know, it would be nice to, like, believe in Santa. You know what I mean? Like, I feel it, safer. Yes. It would be cool to yeah. feel like, like, oh, yeah, God's got it or whatever. And I just, I right. don't know. I can't, which is sad, I guess. But it's also just, like, it, reality <laughs> for me. It is. Yeah. It's And that is weird because I've, I've definitely felt that, too. Occasionally, it, when I first... Guys, I... Listen, we're always going to talk about religious things. Yeah, like, that's just, it's it's such a big part of us, like. It is. But I, when I first left, I remember thinking, you know, I really, I, I realized that I did not believe in a God, a higher power. I found comfort in the fact that others believed. I was like, well, hey, I don't believe this, but you know what, if somebody else believes, maybe that makes it true. I, and you know, and I was just trying to like to, cause I mean, you know, the realization that we really don't know what happens after death and being in the church and they just claim all of these things mm-hmm. that after you die, this and this and this and this. Sorry here. If there's a strong cut, we have to actually cut something out for once. We've never, I don't think we've ever done that. We, we never, I have. said something I, that I shouldn't have said. We have to cut it out. That's okay. Um, but I remember when you were leaving, um, I was still like very much trying like very hard to stay. Right. And I remember you getting up in testimony meeting, which if you're unfamiliar, um, listener is once a month, the Mormon church allows the congregation to come up and just like bear their quote unquote testimony. Um, yeah. Every other week congregation members also speak. So it's not that weird. (laughs) Right. Uh, but you got up during testimony meeting, which is like a very brave thing to do. I think I've done it maybe twice in my life. And one of those, I was like eight years old. Okay. And you were just like, I had a day where I saw the world with, like, unbelieving eyes, basically. Like, I saw the world through, like, oh. what if this isn't true? And this is okay. really interesting. I, it sounds like you don't remember this. I, I genuinely don't. So, but I, but I, 
but I think it might be bringing back vague memories. Please yeah. enlighten me. So you you were very honest, and it was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But you basically said, like, this is real. This is true. And I've seen right. what it's like to go through life without this. Like, I had a glimpse into, like, what my life would be like without, you know, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Right. And it's, like, very dark or whatever. Right. And I remember just being like, whoa, dang. Because <laughs> I've yeah. never, and I'm still not atheist, I don't I don't really consider myself, like, I, I'm a very much, like, who knows. That's, like, my, right. <laughs> my religious standpoint right. is, like, I don't know, I can't know, and, like, maybe, yeah. who knows. Right. With an inclination to be, like, probably not. Right. Um, but, like, that hit me really hard when you stood up and said that, and you had kind of come to okay. the conclusion at least that day that yeah. you were going to, you know, do your best, and it was right. true, and you're going to stick it out. Yeah. And it's it's interesting prefacing that that was probably, like, the declination of both of our belief. Yeah. That's kind of where it started, where both of us kind of were, like hold on a minute. <laughs> yeah. I need to really look at this. And for me, I left, and I've talked about this a lot, I've, I left for mm-hmm. more social issues. Um, right. I could never get down with the fact that, like, God just is not okay with people <laughs> consenting to marry someone Ugh. of the same sex. Like, I just don't understand yep. why God would, like, have an issue with that, and I still... Right. I'll never get that. And that's a very, like, hard line in the Mormon church. It, it is, It's, like, yeah. it's being blurred, but, like, at the moment, that will, for instance, never be allowed in the temple. Right. Um, a place where they didn't yep. allow black people to go until 1978. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. I didn't, I didn't expect to talk about this so much from this album. <laughs> I mean, me neither. I guess. But that's what I feel went. like that's what it's about. Yeah. And I, yeah. I, it's just weird because we, we both went on that like journey when we yeah. weren't speaking. Right. And it was, yes, this was, it was completely separate. Which is so fucking interesting because we had been yeah. best friends since how, 14, 13? Thir- 13. We, we met when we were 13 yeah. years old. 13. Spent nearly every day together. Yeah. For like seven years. Yeah. Very long. Very, very long time. And then like had a falling out. Mm-hmm. Didn't speak for like two years. Yep. And during that time both found our way out completely separately yeah Yeah. and i sure wish we would have been there to talk to each other about it i think we would have yes it would have been very nice to have some support i really think that's interesting though i think i think it was the only way yeah i i agree i which is which is bizarre because i know you've been there for me i know that we've been there for each other through so many things yeah but for some reason we like that to, that had to be alone we yeah because i think i don't know it is it's just so extremely personal yeah and it's like all of the i mean you know and all of the other people who have left all of their other religions i you can't leave a religion just because because somebody tells you to like your friend is it's, yeah it, it, it's so 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 personal well, and like and it's it's interesting because when you started to pull away i was clinging yeah. harder and i had a thought right. of like i will show her <laughs> that this right. is real like i will not yeah. leave this and i will prove to her and to some other people i knew who i loved very much right that like i believe in it right. and i had this moment of like i'll prove it to them and that will prove it to me right and it, and it's go ahead and, uh, well i was just thinking it's really interesting because 
this it's it was literally the same year that I got up and bore such a powerful testimony it sounds mm-hmm. like um I left the church that same year yeah and it's and, and I it, it's crazy go ahead no, I, I mean, I just, and I, I feel like you weren't too far behind after we started talking. It sounds like you, right? Was it maybe the year after you weren't? Well, let, what year did you leave? Do you remember? It was 2013. Okay. So I was, I didn't leave until, I didn't leave officially until October of 2016. But when did you mentally check out? I mentally checked out. <laughs> I mean, it's such a process, but like, it is. It really is. I was done, done. Like, I'm not doing this. Um, when yeah. the vo- November policy came out, oh, I'm not sure what yeah. year that was. I think it was the year I graduated. Okay. It mi- I think it was probably November 2015. Okay. And that's when I was like, okay, <laughs> this is <Yeah>. not God. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's not. I'm not too good of friends with God, but like, this is <laughs> not God. But up until that point, it had been years of, like, quote-unquote inactivity. Yeah. If you don't know what the November policy is, I'm leaving shit for you to look up, okay? I don't have to explain everything. Nice. Nice. (laughs) Like, you got Google. It's not that hard. Yes, please. Um, (laughs) But for years, I had been distancing myself, and that goes all the way back to, like, you know, 10 years old. Yeah, yeah. for a good, like, two years, like... I'd say, like, 19 to 21, uh-huh. I tried my damnedest. Like, I tried right. real, 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 real hard because right. I was dating Josh, right. who was, like, a very on-the-fence kind of dude about it already. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I have, because of all this indoctrination, <laughs> Yeah, I am the yeah. girl, and it's my job to keep us strong in this Yeah, because I have to, like, save our souls or whatever. <sighs> right. And so, ironically due to you leaving which I knew you were even though we weren't speaking and due to Josh being you know a very casual Mormon to say the least yeah which that's I mean that's kind of not fair to him he definitely gave it a good try too right I was like I have to be really strong in this I have to like hold on to this because I am the hope for my friends and family (laughs) right right and that was like a really strong feeling for a couple years and then yeah it just kind of I don't know. You can't, I just, it's, it's, uh, it's <laughs> yeah, it, it, it is. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's, but I, it's I had weird. to, I had to get there myself though. I think that's the point we're you, getting yeah, to. Is I that, think, like, I, no, I think that's the exact point. Yeah. It's that we just, even though we were, we'd been together for so long and we were like at the same points in our lives, we, we weren't spiritually or well religiously and i think even Um, if we were i would feel this need to like be the strong one for you right like i like i was saying so it would be yeah like we had to like completely separate to just like figure it out right it's it's really interesting because you have to we all have to be our own saviors man i don't know yeah dude like but it's this album teaches us it's like ugh, i'm saying it's like a lot but this is how i sort through my brain tangles but just i think a lot of people saw me on my way out you know like a lot of people knew that was on its way right and the reaction of people (laughs) people that i grew up with right like let's talk about 
the cottages, our neighborhood in Ammon. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I had lived there since I was nine. Mm-hmm. Most of the people there were Mormon and went to the same church yep. that we did, the same ward, same yep. congregation. The reaction of those people, and I'm not trying to put people in a box, and I'm not trying to be a bitch about this. Right. They were, like, actively cold. <laughs> yes. Yep. Actively mean. <laughs> yeah. And, like, not trying to, like, welcome me to the fold or whatever, which obviously, like, would not have gone very well. Right. But the way that they tried <sighs> to help me was to go tell my mom, like, how, like, how worried they were about me. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, is it's... your daughter okay? And just... Becky's like, it's, she's great. But it's weird because I can see <laughs> that it's been hard for my mom. Like, I'm sure right. for my, my dad doesn't give a fuck, but. <laughs> like, he gives a fuck in the important ways. He doesn't give a right. fuck about that stuff, really. He's like, people right. are going to live their lives, you know? Yeah. But we've had a lot of conversations where my mom is, like, reassuring me that she's proud of me and that she's gotten to this place of, like, being proud of me or whatever. And it sounds like her talking to herself, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I don't... It's... uh, What's your experience like? I've been talking for, like, 20 minutes straight. (laughs) No, it's... It's it's fine. I, uh... Yeah. I... I I don't know. It's... It's just... <laughs> that's, yeah, that's honestly, a lot of just saying that. It's just... it's just a lot of stuff. But it's been uh, five years at this point. I guess I can't believe that it hasn't been longer mm. um, that I've been out of the church. Um, and I feel like... I think you said at the top of the show, like, distance. I feel so much distance from it. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know. This, this album... <laughs> Okay, let me try and see if I can package up these thoughts that I'm having. Yes. That's where I just start saying it's like until I can form a sentence. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. And I'm just like, and I say just like, that, that, yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. So back when I, I was religious, when we were religious, we were talking, and we had been talking last month or so about not being as wistful mm-hmm. or whatever you brought up at the top of the show, you used a different word. Yeah. I know you're talking But kind about. of disillusioned. Yeah. I think you said disillusioned. We've been, like, disillusioned. For me, and I, f- I feel after being out of the church, a lot less things are kind of, like, fateful in my eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, because I used to think, you know, it's, it's cool, I'll show up here, God will, you know, well, show me the way. We were and rather feel fanatical like, about that. I remember talking oh, about hell it yeah. a lot. Hell, yes. And I do not, I don't, because, because I realize that I'm in charge of me and what I, what I do, the connections I make with other people, the choices I make in regards to my job, et cetera, et cetera, they're all up to me. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in like, just like being in the right place at the, I, I mean, I think, I think there's luck, but luck is, luck I, has well, I also, two sides of the coin. I also believe in <laughs> intuition, like right sensing that this is what you need to do or like right. sensing that you need to be at this place like i just had a feeling i should be here but i don't think right. that's like i think that's you being a smart person who has a working right. brain who can interpret nuance and subtlety right taking in everything subconsciously and consciously and then making a choice based on that yeah and it's not yeah i'm going to let you talk but i just had another thought <laughs> no that's okay i'll i'll I, I think I'm almost done with my thought, if it is, if it is a thought. Um, but after being in the church and then 
not having that sort of wistful and I call it romantic feeling a lot. Yeah, that's a good word. Um, Because it is, it was, especially growing up, just a very romantic feeling of just, like, hopeful for the future. Everything was romantic. Or not even hopeful. Romanticized. Yeah. But, um, but I, 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 like, I genuinely don't feel that in my life anymore. And it's not, and I mean, I think it's also has something to do with growing up and not being adolescent. Mm -hmm. But this album, for me, still (laughs) can conjure those feelings. Mm. I remember when I first started listening to it and I was out of the church and I really was not experiencing those romantic like life feelings anymore. I drove around in the dark listening to this album and you know, it was like a full moon because of course it was. Mm. And it was just like, I felt, I felt something. I felt those feelings again. And I think it's, I love that this album does that for me I guess and I think that and still does that's why like art is so important right and consuming it enough that you can find something that makes you feel like that yes and I have similar I, I don't know if it's similar but it reminded me of when I listened to like King Cruel it yeah. puts me in this place of like feeling like an angsty teenager in that in yes. a really good way Right. And there's a lot of music like that that just, like, Soltero. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. I listen to that, like you were saying with this album, in such a specific time of my life that Mm -hmm. if I listen to Soltero, I am just, like, I am at BYUI. It is fall. I am confused. I am in love. I am (laughs) feeling a lot of shit. It is a weird time. It's surreal. Yeah. But it's, like, it's a really confusing feeling, but it's great. And I love, like, going back there. Right. And just remembering, like, that I'm not there anymore. Yeah. A relief. Yeah. <laughs> we've we've moved forward <laughs> amazingly. Yeah. Man, it's... it's so weird. And, you know, what's weird is, like, so many people's story is the same yeah. <laughs> as us. Right. Yeah. And it's really, even though, of course, we're distinctly individual, nobody's exactly like this. So many people yeah. grow up, you know, in a... Mormon household that's been Mormon for generations and then they go to BYUI and they have some like (laughs) what's the word uh we'll just go with realizations like (laughs) some eye-opening experiences yeah and I don't know but it's we're we're really young and I like to remember that and one day I won't be able to say that anymore and that's weird to think about no yeah but right now we're really young and there's so many people I peruse the ex-Mormon Reddit. I'm talking about it probably every episode now, but it's a very yeah. <laughs> it's a very interesting place for me for obvious reasons. Yeah. Right. But there's several like 60-year-old people on there, you know, right. and older. Yeah. And their reactions to things are just fascinating to me because it's mm. they're coming from a place, you know, a lot of them left like in their 60s. Oh god, I can not I just, I just, I said it to Riley in a text yesterday. Mm. I'm so glad I got out when I did. Yeah, and just thinking and about... that I wasn't in my 60s. Like, giving your whole life to this thing. Yeah. Including yeah. literal financial compensation. You know, like, right. time, money, energy. But right. not only that, like, your soul, you know? Like, your, your yeah. entire being to this. And then, right. you know, making it to 60, 62, 65, 70, whatever. Right. And having this... Whatever you want to call it, you know, enlightenment, right. awakening, whatever. 
right. at that point in your life. I think I would be pissed. <laughs> and yeah. I don't feel pissed now. No. I was for a minute, and I have times where I'm pissed. Like, this week, yeah. it, uh, Mormon leaks uh, revealed that the church has $32 billion in liquid assets. That made me really pissed. <laughs> yeah. I was really mad for, like, an hour. Yep. But that's it, because I can say, well, I'm not part of that, you know? And yeah, I can just like, be like... It's not my money anymore. Yeah, and, and you know, of course, like, a hypocrisy in general makes me angry, it or, is, like, people yeah. using other people makes me angry as a human. Right. But it's not right. this connection anymore of, like, and that's me. Right. And it used to feel deeply yeah. personal, and now it just really yeah. isn't. It's it's not. I, 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 I what... <laughs> what a conversation we've just had. <laughs> Truly. I, I, I hope that the people who leave the church in the 60s, in their 60s, mm-hmm. I hope that, here's my hope for humanity. Mm-hmm. I hope that anybody who finds herself in that position, leaving whatever church it is. Or whatever. like find you it. Know? Yeah. Any, right. Any sort of situation where you've, where you're kind of free, you like, for lack be of a reborn, better word. Yeah. Yeah, which is literally what Riley's pointed out. This album is very mirrors that very closely, and I'm sure there yeah. are many interpretations. But I really love your interpretation of the of that. I hope people can find it liberating. Yeah, because I think it is a human. I don't know the hu- the human experience is so interesting. I sound like my father. It's true though. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> it's so interesting because these event this the the event of leaving the church for me was very, very liberating. It's, and just obviously life changing, but at the same time, even after leave even after leaving, like it's been a roller coaster of emotions just caused by that event. Yeah. And I think that's, I think just experiencing that is really special, I guess. Except not special because everybody experiences it. But But <laughs> I I mean, I yeah, I think But at the same time. I think the the theme of this album of like moving past something that is a po- in a positive way, like moving on from something right. that you need to move on from and yeah. then you still like you, that doesn't mean <laughs> you don't have to right. deal with like what you now know. Right. And that's really hard in its own way. But, like, of course you want to be on the other side. It's like breaking up with somebody that you shouldn't be with. Like, of course it sucks and it's hard. Right. and But, like, you know you have to do it. Right. And you can just hope that you'll get through it and make it out yeah. on the other side, like, the way you that feels more authentic. And I think that's what, like, yeah. life is about in a lot of ways is just trying to figure out how to treat yourself and act in a way that is authentic, which I think is extremely yeah. complicated. It's, I, it, it's extremely complicated. It just, I just, I mean, I was thinking after I edited last week's episode that I, that I, well, not last week's, the week before, <laughs> whatever you guys are listening to this, yeah. the episode um, where we talked about opinions. Oh yeah. Yeah. I started, I started thinking afterward <laughs> past week or so, I was like, I think my, my question I put to you was, do you feel like you need to have an opinion on everything? Mm-hmm. In the time that has passed, I feel like, and that is an opinion, <laughs> that um, that being sentient, being alive, you just have opinions. You just do. You just, we literally, we form opinions instinctually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, but like 
cavemen like safety. Yeah. Like you form opinions, you don't go in that cave. You don't. You you know. Right. And today, you form opinions like on other humans, whether you want to or not. Right. It's just some of them are subconscious and some of them are conscious, and so. I think my question a couple weeks ago is not the not not a not a valid question. Like you can't even a, ask it because it's just right. It's, it's like, you have opinions, and I think I guess the way that like I interpreted it is that mm-hmm. like of course you're gonna have an opinion, but right. what you should do, <laughs> yeah, is try to have an educated one or right suspend your opinion, you know. Until you right. have, until you are educated, but but yeah. I I agree with you. Yeah, you can't you can't yeah. not you walk you, into you, a room and like, form mi- millions of opinions. Right, it's literally impossible. But yeah, I, but you know, then there are things that like are truths, like gravity or whatever. Mm-hmm. All these that you can't have an opinion about, and I guess it's silly if you did. Like, well, gravity isn't debatable. Isn't real. God damn it. <laughs> well, it's it's strange. <laughs> here's here's the other thing okay. that I say all the fucking time. Okay, it's strange living uh-huh. in the culture we live in now of the internet, yeah. right? That those things have become debatable. Oh my god, it's just <laughs> ridiculous. And and I just I try to kind of just like I said, my philosophy on everything is who knows. Like, maybe we don't understand this completely. Maybe maybe you're right. Maybe there's something more to this. You're right. The earth is flat. Yeah. I mean, come on. But (laughs) but that's, like, there's a lot of people out there who are really adamant about that. And I kind of am just like, maybe in some way, in some (laughs) whatever, there's a degree of truth. I just, I try to recognize that, like, I don't know shit. And even the things that I think I know about... I know about in a very small context with a very limited perspective. Right. I would say my understanding of gravity, like I could explain it like a five-year-old. Yeah. Like if you drop something, (laughs) the earth wants it. It goes down. The earth, the earth will eat it. The sun doesn't want it, but the earth does. (laughs) Gravity. (laughs) Gravity. Try it sometime. Oh God. It's so stupid. I'm not going to claim to know anything about anything. Yeah. No. Ever. And that's, that's the truth. I was thinking about this earlier. This is, I was, I interrupted you and said I thought of something oh. I wanted to say a long time ago. Yes, And please. I don't know how relevant it is anymore. But I was thinking okay. about art yeah. and why we care about it so much and why we define so much of our lives by it. Yeah. And I think religion is just art. Hmm. I can that's see That's, like, that. taken really far, if you ask me. Right. Right. But I mean, most people, I know some people don't, but most people, if you yeah. ask them, you know, is the Old Testament literal, they're right. going to be like, nah. <laughs> it's like pretty yeah. fucking weird. And I mean, and right. a lot of the New Testament is also just like pretty fucking weird. And the Book of yeah. Mormon has a lot of things in it that are pretty, pretty fucking, fucking weird. weird. Yeah. And especially, I mean, there's so many like guidelines in the Bible that nobody follows. Like those commandments don't matter, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's heavily interpretable, even though I, a lot of people are going to argue that it's not. They're still interpreting it. Right. But I think, I, I don't know. I think religion has I... some, like, really valiant, um, what's the word? Like, objectives. 
Yeah. And it just, it's, it just doesn't quite <laughs> get there. <laughs> it just turns into something it, really right. ugly in a lot of situations, which is what I've witnessed. I've, I've witnessed think... a lot of good too. I don't want to like right take away from that. There's a lot of good that happens, but there's also right. a lot of bad. I love this comparing religion to being an art that has just been taking too far because it is, I mean, let's say, I mean, Christianity is just, let's say it was just based off of the Bible, which I guess it kind of is. I don't know. Jesus was a real based person, off et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But you know, it's literally taking words that were written and interpreting them and then like projecting it onto other people and making them try and like, latch onto your interpretation Mm -hmm. like you could you could you you could do the same thing with all the marvel movies that are out print off all the scripts and then just like really study them and then i guess right and then just form a religion around it i love i love i think that is so funny because people define their lives so much by art and if you just include religion i love i just think that's great i think that's hilarious and it makes me like a little softer on very religious people yeah oh this is just an art that they like really you know this is their fandom jesus christ is yeah but really and you know what's crazy i learned this a couple years ago and Mm -hmm. i learned it at byui but it like i think about it a lot because it really blew my little mind at the time yeah um the bible like as we know it Mm -hmm. there were there were so many different like iterations of the bible with different books in it like the books that are in it now you know, eventually we're, like, agreed upon, like, these will be the books of the Bible. But right. in the beginning, everyone was arguing about which books should go in there written by which dudes. And there were, like, right. thousands of different Bibles with, like, not, and not yeah. different, like, I know there's, like, the King James, King James Version and there's, like, the, the new versions that are in, like, modern language. Not like right. that. Like, completely no. different scripture. Right. And I just, yeah. that will always, I didn't know that. No one ever told me that. Well, they, they want to keep it, they want to keep it away. But isn't that, it's that, putting that up front acknowledges more how much, like, this is just a bunch of dudes, I'm sure not a lot of women were involved, but possibly, um, I know there were, their their wives were supporting Well, there were, like, women prophets back (laughs) in the day, but, like, yeah. A bunch of probably dudes were just like this. Right. Is, this will be the Bible. You know what I mean? And they just were like, yeah. we're gonna have John's diary and we're gonna have Peter's and right. It's just this will be well, the Bible." Then, but then on top of that, you know, a thousand years later, then King James and the other versions that are out there, mm-hmm. that like King James sorted through and was like, "This is how this is gonna be." Yeah. And I think you you know yes. and but and I think it had a. Listen, I'm quoting this off of maybe like a documentary I watched like five years ago, <laughs> but I feel like, but I feel like his, they also handpicked stuff that like helped their political. I mean, certainly. I mean, adventures. And that's even just like <laughs> their political doings. Like without even trying, people just yeah. come into things with implicit bias. Like, well, this is true and this isn't, you know? Right. Yeah. Aye, aye, aye. <sighs> hey. <laughs> It's fifty minutes. I know. Holy it. shit! I don't. That was a blur. I th- man, I don't know though. Ooh. I'm having some good thoughts, and it's making me feel good. Yeah, that was that was nice. I guess we'll conclude so we don't have to talk about religion too much more, listeners. But um, how many stars would you give this album? And any closing thoughts if you have them? I have a thought, but I can't quite like reach it. 
If you just go, <laughs> did that did that help for it? No, I can't. It was some. It was another oh, like okay. religious comment, and we should probably just like yeah. get off of that. Um, okay. <laughs> sorry if this episode was offensive. I don't understand what's offensive anymore. I don't, so I hope not. I don't. I don't think it was. Just, this I, is just we my put a lot of disclaimers. Of yeah, I know. Always can, like. Yeah. Let me take Y'all a minute to say. Want. I'll believe what I want, yeah, exactly. and it's okay. All right. Well. Um, I think without having, cause a lot of my basis off of whether an album is good is it's like longevity in my life, right? Like how right. it holds up over the years. So with, without, yeah. with only having known this album a week, um, yes. I will give it an eight and a half because I really love it and I am nice. looking forward to listening to it a lot. Good. Uh, that's me clapping. <laughs> <laughs> the applause um yeah but like i said this album has meant a lot to me it evokes a lot of feelings i recommend it like if you are listening to this podcast mm-hmm. and you haven't heard it go give it a listen and if you're it's like a, it's me, a relatively give it give it a couple listens it yeah might take a minute and it's a it's a relatively short album so it's not like you're slogging through 25 tracks or something mm-hmm. it's a 25 track album that's ridiculous um, I too, I'm gonna give it an eight and a half. I, right. I think it's great, and everybody should listen. And everybody should listen to it. Do we have a segment Amen. today? Amen. Uh, we do. It's our shortest one. Riley, would you like to pop me the question? <laughs> Kindred. Yeah. Is Doris Day dead? No, I checked last night just to make sure <laughs> oh, she's still, she's 96 years old. Wow. She's still trucking. Hell yeah, Doris. You, you get it. Hell yeah. Um, as, a, as an aside, before we end, we are yeah. considering starting a quote unquote book club. Y'all can join along if oh, you want. Yes. Um, we're probably going to read that cube book that we talked about months ago first. Mm-hmm. So um, I think it's called like Secrets of, Secrets the, cube. of the Cube. Yeah. Uh, it says yeah. like your inner self revealed or something. So if you wanna if you wanna buy that book, we're gonna start reading it. We'll be talking about it every week until we finish it. So um, I I think I got mine off of Amazon. It was eleven, twelve bucks. It was really inexpensive and it's like, like very nineties, which is great. It is extremely nineties, and it'll be on my bookshelf forever, and it'll just be like a fun thing to look at. Secrets of the cube. I don't know. Secrets it's of the just... cube. So we're going to start with that, so, which is probably yeah. the weirdest choice ever, but I I agree, but I'm really looking forward to I it. Too. I imagine probably the next 2 weeks. We'll just have a bit we'll just have a bit near the end or the beginning. We haven't fleshed it out yet. We're getting there. Where we where we talk about it. All right, so. cool. So yeah. All right. Close, closing closing catchphrase, famous closing catchphrase, Kendra. <sighs> uh <laughs> This is the hardest part yeah, of every show. It really is cuz I'm not funny in this way. <laughs> like I can't just be okay. Just uh, be funny. Do it. Yeah. Here's my here's my closing catchphrase. This weekend I've bought five new lip colors. Um, I have a problem, but they were all on sale and they were under like four dollars, so I don't feel that bad about it. And that's our closing catchphrase. Amen. Bye, y'all. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We love you. Bye. Bye.